This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, July 20th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Last night at about 8.30, we got word that the Annapolis Police Department was at the first block of Clay Street in Annapolis for a reported stabbing. A suspect is still at large. There is no description of the suspect, and there is no word on the severity of any injury to the victim. You want to make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net a little bit later on this morning when we do get some more information from the police department on that one. Friday afternoon, the Teachers Association of Anne Arundel County, the Secretaries and Assistants Association of Anne Arundel County, and the Association of Educational Leaders issued a joint statement about the reopening of schools in the fall. Basically, they support the Maryland State Education Association of a virtual return in the fall, saying that it is the safest option for our students, educators, and family. In the statement, they said that teachers, school administrators, and other staff have been invested in summer learning and preparing for a more robust virtual learning model than was offered in the spring. The statement did continue. It said that this will also allow Anne Arundel County Public Schools the time needed to fully secure the protocols necessary for a return to in-person learning when it is safe for all. Further, when the school system budget has been reduced from what was originally requested before the pandemic, we have reservations that the limited current resources are sufficient to keep our students, teachers, administrators, and other school-based employees safe and successful. In other school news, the Anne Arundel County Public Schools, as well as the Chesapeake Regional Association of Student Councils, or CRASC, is going to host their second forum called Let's Talk Justice, and this one is going to address LGBTQ plus youth. This gets underway at 6 p.m. on Monday, July 27th, so you do have a full week for that. The first one was back on June 16th, and it was a really fantastic event. I do encourage you to tune in. That first one was on the issues that people of color have within the school system. This does give the chance for students to share their lived experience identify concerns, strategize, and come up with creative solutions. It is student-run, and if you can do it, I would suggest giving it a watch. This will be aired live on AACPS-TV, which is channel 96 on Comcast and Broadstripe and 36 on Verizon. Or you can go to the Anne Arundel County Public Schools YouTube channel where it will be live-streamed. Saturday afternoon, under a blazing nearly 100-degree sun, 1,194 plebes, including 15 international students, took the oath of office to finalize their move from civilian to enlisted personnel in the U.S. Navy. This did happen at the Naval Academy, and the 4 p.m. ceremony took place in Tecumseh Court in the shadows of Bancroft Hall, which is going to be their dormitory for the next four years. The class of 2024 has 364 women and 830 men, and the international students are representing Albania, Cameroon, Fiji, Georgia, Jordan, Maldives, Mongolia, Montenegro, Peru, Philippines, Poland, the Republic of Korea, as well as Sri Lanka. They did all check in for I-Day a couple of weeks ago. They had a 14-day restriction of movement where basically they were stuck in their room and they were indoctrinated into the Naval Academy's missions through online lectures and study of their Blue Jacket manual and the regulations manual. But now, plebe summer really does get underway in earnest. Welcome to Annapolis, the class of 2024, and you want to make sure you go to ionanapolis.net. Check out the great pictures that Glenn Miller has of the ceremony. And it looks like the sweltering heat is not limited to Saturday or yesterday, but it's here with us all week. 
Today, the temperature will be close to 99 degrees again, and it is expected to feel like 110 to 115 degrees. The National Weather Service has issued an excessive heat watch, which goes into effect from noon until 8 p.m. today. I do expect that to turn into a warning, so you want to be prepared for text and robocalls there. The cooling centers in Anne Arundel County, as well as the city of Annapolis, are now open. And you want to hang tight and give a listen to George Young in a couple minutes, because he'll be here with some more information on this heat wave that we're kind of stuck with, from what I gather the rest of the week. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for updates on that stabbing, as well as to check out the pictures from Glenn Miller and the U.S. Naval Academy's Oath of Office ceremony. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends and family and colleagues know how to get a hold of us. It is Monday, so we do have Ann Alcina standing by with your Money Monday report. And of course, as we have every day, George Young is here with your local DMV weather forecast, and it's a hot one. All that coming up right after this quick message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, July 20th. Yesterday was a classic summertime scorcher with temps in the 90s across the entire region and even a reading of 100 degrees at BWI Airport along with heat index values in the 100 to 110 degree range for all of Anne Arundel County and today will be the same if not slightly hotter with an excessive heat warning in place as temps climb up into the 95 to 102 degree range for highs, while heat index values range from 105 to 115 degrees, and the heat and humidity will likely remain in place through Wednesday, if not Thursday, with temps in the 90s each day along with very humid conditions and a daily chance of PM showers and storms before temps drop back down to the upper 80s to mid 90s Friday through Sunday as a daily PM storm threat continues. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Ong of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. It's the most important ring you'll ever have. It's the one that goes on the third finger, left hand. It's the engagement ring we design and create for a couple in love. It may not be the biggest diamond you'll ever own or the most expensive. It might actually be quite modest, but there will never be a more important one. Look at what it's saying, and we'll say, forever. This is one of the delights that comes with doing what we do, being part of all that here at Zachary's Jewelers. 
And with six designers on staff, there's nothing you can imagine that we cannot create. If you'd like to design your engagement ring with us, come to Zachary's. Zachary's. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. More than a jewelry store. A jeweler. Your money, managing and investing it can be confusing and sometimes scary. Here to help you put your financial picture into focus is Ann Alsina from Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. This is Ann Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. We had another volatile week in the markets, finishing slightly ahead for the week. Earnings season, when publicly traded companies report how much money they made or lost for the prior quarter, is just getting started and will impact the next couple of weeks. Last week was also the tax filing deadline for federal and state taxes. And some of you may be wondering what the heck you can do to lower that bill for next year. A few ideas include adjusting your withholdings or the amount of money taken out of your paycheck and sent on to the government. The IRS did release a new form to help you calculate what that should be. It's called a W-4. And you can get one online or email us, and we'll send you one. Contributing to tax-advantaged accounts such as IRAs and 401ks is another tax-saving opportunity, as is contributing to a health savings account, or HSA, which is available if you have a high-deductible health plan. The unused money in an HSA carries over each year. Contributions are made pre-tax, and any money that comes out for medical expenses comes out tax-free. You can also donate to a nonprofit. If you itemize, that's a direct deduction from your income. And for 2020, the CARES Act does allow a deduction for up to $300 in donations, even if you don't itemize. Want to go bigger? If you're running around with Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos, you might want to set up a private foundation. Or for those of us with slightly more modest means, a donor-advised fund is a great alternative. A donor-advised fund allows you to establish an investment account that you contribute to when you have the money. You get a tax deduction in the year donations are made. Then you can direct the nonprofit that runs the donor advised fund to send money to the nonprofit organization of your choice when you are ready to make gifts. Compared to running a private foundation with the financial reporting, administrative burden, board requirements, and so on, a donor advised fund is easy and inexpensive. Some families use them to build a fund over time so that they can make larger, more impactful gifts later in life. They make annual gifts to increase the fund size. All the investment growth inside the fund is tax free because it is already held by a nonprofit organization. Many donor-advised funds will allow you to gift property, art, and appreciated stocks, too. Giving appreciated stock, or stock that has a large capital gain, is a double win. You avoid the taxable gain and get a deduction for the full amount of the stock donated. If you want to establish a family legacy of philanthropy, you can contribute to funds regularly, showing your children how your family gives each year. Then you can come together to decide on spending a portion of the fund. Younger children can propose a cause that is meaningful to them individually or to your family. Middle school or high school students can use a site like Charity Navigator to evaluate potential recipients, teaching them to be wise donors and find organizations that are good stewards of your gifts. As your family grows, this can be a great thing to do when everyone comes back for the holidays. As your children mature, they can begin contributing to the fund as well, and their children can help pick the recipients. You can establish a donor-advised fund with your financial advisor, here with us at Covington Alcina, or through some community organizations like the Community Foundation of Anne Arundel County. Whichever way you go, ask about the fees, investment choices, and any restrictions on recipient organizations. Have a question you want answered? Drop us a line at info at or check out our Facebook page to learn more. 
Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Coming to Nelson and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance references, historical, and no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor. The opinions voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Anne Alsina with Covington Alsina. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.